good morning and happy Sunday to all of our HOD podcast listeners. We are back once again with another podcast for you here on this very beautiful and happy Sunday morning. We pray that you all are doing well. We pray that you all are covered and have been kept over this last week. Uh, We know that uh, the enemy is always going to do his job. And he's always going to do everything that he can to uh, put stumbling blocks and to discourage the hearts and the minds of all of God's people. But we are thankful and grateful that God is always there. Uh, He always steps right in on time. He always makes sure that we have everything that we need because he said that he would always supply our need. So we thank God for Uh, standing in the gap for us and protecting and keeping us from danger seen and unseen. Uh, We are definitely grateful to be able to come back with another podcast here on this Sunday. Uh, We thank you guys once again for taking out time to listen to the podcast each and every week that we post. Uh, It's definitely a very special Sunday here as we are uh, here in my home front celebrating the birthday of our daughter Jasmine, who has turned four on today, uh, and trust and believe she is definitely making it known to everyone in this house that today is her birthday. <laughs> we definitely want to thank everyone who has sent out birthday shout outs to her this morning. She has read all of your messages and she uh, is definitely excited and has sent her uh, warmest thank yous to all of the family and friends who have sent out birthday wishes to her on this morning. Uh, We are preparing ourselves for our fourth Sunday service, which will be on next Sunday. Uh, Once again, our service begins every fourth Sunday until the Lord adds uh, more services to to our month. Uh, But we have service every fourth Sunday at 10 a.m. At House of Deliverance Ministries here in Goldsboro, North Carolina. The address, uh, as uh, some of our listeners have uh, said to me, what's that address again? Because they say I say it so much, but I have to make sure that you guys know exactly where you need to be on the fourth Sunday at 10 a.m. Where's that that you need to be? You need to be at 3039. I repeat, 30. 39 Thoroughfare Road in Goldsboro, North Carolina. And just in case you need the zip, it's 27534. That's where you need to be on the fourth Sunday at 10 a.m. Uh, I keep trying to explain to people. Um, some of them uh, feel like uh, may- maybe I'm not really uh, giving them the uh, the exact information as far as what they're missing out on. They might seem seem to think that I'm exaggerating or uh, maybe I'm just trying to uh, uh, boost things up to try to, you know, cause people to want to come and, and just see what's really happening at House of Deliverance. But when I tell you, you will not, and I can say this with assurance, you will not leave the same way that you came. If you show up, God's going to meet you there. And you won't leave the same way that you came. So, with all of that being said, we would love to have you. Uh, 
come and fellowship with us on next Sunday as we uh, come together for our monthly fourth Sunday service. Uh, We know that the saints are definitely hungry. We are definitely looking forward to uh, just seeing exactly what God is going to do. We hope that by this time, our bishop's feet have stopped moving. Uh, For all of those who did not make it to last Sunday's service, uh, he had an issue with his feet where they just wouldn't stop moving. So hopefully they've stopped moving by now because if they haven't, I know he's got to be tired. Uh, But come on in and we can uh, let you see his feet move. You know, in person, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure that, you know, he still has that itch and, uh, and and trust and believe, Bishop. I know you're listening. The guitars are ready for you, my brother. Uh, they, they, they are uh, all uh, put together in uh, the most amazing sequence that, you know, anyone has ever heard. And, you know, I have some new ones that you haven't heard just yet. And, you know, I'm piecing all of those things together. You know, preparing for this fourth Sunday, you know, because you got to keep it fresh. You got to keep the thing, you know, extra hot for the people because we don't like lukewarm and we don't like cool. We like it hot. So all of those who are listening, come out and visit, come out and fellowship. I promise you, you will definitely enjoy yourself if you make it to the place. And uh, to all of our listeners, uh, I know I don't say it every week. But maybe I need to don't keep this podcast to yourself. Get it out there. Give it to your friends. Pass it on to your loved ones. Pass it on to your co-workers. Give it to somebody else. Uh, even if it's just one person that you send it to, send it to somebody so that they can receive something on today. Even if it's tomorrow, pass it on. Don't just keep it for yourself. We are all workers for the kingdom of God. And we are trying to do all that we can to reach as many as we can in every place that we can. And I send the podcast out to, I can't even count how many people I send it out to every Sunday. But there's somebody that you know that I don't know. So make sure that you get this podcast out to someone else so that they can hear the goodness of the Lord. And that they can find out exactly where to be at on the fourth Sunday of each month. But with all of that being said... We are going to prepare ourselves to jump into this podcast. So as always, sit back, relax, kick the feet up for as long as you can. Get those church socks out and prepare to slide on that kitchen floor because we have a hot one for you on today. So let's get into it. There's a story. Behind my praise That's why my hands I'll continue to raise Oh, when you see me running Oh, that's a story How he's been God See me crying, glory to God. Please don't think it's strange. I just remember. 
declares, behold, I will do a new thing. And I'm here to declare to you that God's about to do a new thing in your life. And it's time for it to manifest. This is the time. This is your season to give birth to every promise, every new thing in you. This is your season. It's time for you to manifest. Let's prophesy purpose. Pregnant possibilities. Say it, say it. Possibilities. Possibilities. Now birthing. Now. Now birth. A new. A new. Sometimes it hurts. I'm travailing. To obtain it. To obtain it. For it must come to pass. For it must it's gotta happen.
wherever you are, right there in your home, you are what God designed you to be. Oh, don't you give up, don't you give me. I don't know if you heard us, but you are, come on, what God's designed you to be. Can you prophesy?
Verses 14 mm -hmm, through 23. Mark chapter 9. Now, hear me and hear me good. You're not suffering for any preaching. I'm very well aware of that. But we want to share with you what God has given us. And we've been in the vein and he's been teaching about the kingdom. And so we want to keep in that vein. Is that all right? I didn't know it, but I'm associate elder of New Zion. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Mark chapter 9, verse 14 says, And when he came to his disciples, he saw a great multitude about them and the scribes questioning with them. And straightway all the people, when they beheld him, were greatly amazed and running to him, saluted him. And when he asked the scribes, what question ye with them? And one of the multitude and answered and said, Master, I have brought unto thee my son, which hath a dumb spirit. And wheresoever he taketh him, he teareth him, and he foameth and gnasheth with his teeth and pineth away. And I spake to thy disciples that they should cast him out, and they could not. He answered him and said, Oh, faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. And they brought him unto him. And when he saw him straightway, the spirit tear him and he fell on the ground and, and wallowed foaming. And he asked his father, how long is it ago since this came unto him? He said of a child, and oft times it hath cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us 
and help us. Jesus said unto him, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Uh, let's just move down to verse 28. Verse 27 says, but Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up and he arose. And when he was come into the house, the disciples asked him privately, why could not we cast him out? And he said unto them, this kind can come forth by nothing but by prayer and fasting. So far the scripture, you can be seated in the presence of the Lord. Bishop, I... I want to use New Zion Temple Indy for a running theme this morning from failure to faith. From failure to faith. Look at somebody and say, neighbor, God is moving you from failure to faith. If you believe it, clap your hands and praise God. I need your amens and go ahead. Mark illustrates who Jesus is as a person. The ministry of Jesus is revealed with vivid detail and the messages of his teaching are presented more through what he did than what he said. The gospel of Mark reveals Jesus the servant. Mark chapter 1, Jesus was baptized by John called Simon, Andrew, James, and John to follow him. And he preached and cast out demons and healed a leper. Mark chapter 2, many are gathered at the house and Jesus forgave a paralytic his sins and healed him. And he was questioned about fasting and keeping the Sabbath. Mark chapter 3, Jesus healed a man on the Sabbath. Great crowds followed him. He appointed the 12 apostles and he said, whoever obeys God is my family. Mark chapter four, Jesus taught a parable about sowing and many others. He explained everything to his disciples and in the boat, he calmed a great storm. Mark chapter 5, he delivered a man of many demons. The scripture says between uh, anywhere from 2,000 to 6,000 uh, demons, which is a legion in this man. Jesus heals a man with legions of demons and they are entered into a herd of pigs. He heals a, a woman with a hemorrhage and raises Jairus' daughter. Mark chapter 6, he sent the 12 out to preach. Herod executed John the Baptist. Jesus fed 5,000 men, not to, even not saving the women and the children. And he came to the disciples walking on the sea. By the time you get to Mark chapter 7, the Pharisees questioned Jesus about tradition. He said evil comes from within. He delivered a Gentile girl and healed a deaf man. Mark chapter number 8. Jesus fed 4,000 people and healed a blind man. Peter then responds and says, you are the Christ. By the time we reach our text in Mark chapter 9, Jesus took Peter, James, and John and was transfigured. He heals now uh, an epileptic. The disciples are arguing about who is the greatest. 
My brothers and sisters, hence we find the word failure. Failure means the omission of expected or required action. A lack of deficiency of a desirable quantity. Uh, my brothers and sisters, uh, uh, you would understand that in life we will face challenges uh, and we will have some unforeseen circumstances that will come in our life that would make me wake us feel as if we have failed. Here we are, my brothers and sisters. I'm going straight Bible. Uh, the Bible says in Mark chapter number 9, Mark chapter number 9, Jesus, uh, six days after revealing his assignment, Jesus uh, takes Peter, James, and John into the mountain, the Mount of Transfiguration. Can I prophesy and tell somebody that one of the reasons God is going to move you from failure to faith is because he's taking you up. Uh, glory to God. Anybody know that in order to get the proper revelation of your elevation, you've got to come up. You've got to come up. Tell somebody, you've got to come up. Uh, the Bible says that Jesus is intentional about who he takes with him. Jesus is intentional. He did not take the entire 12. The Bible says he took those that were close to him. And because they were close to him, he invited invited them up. I can't get no witnesses here. I want to tell somebody that there are some people that are connected to us that are close to us but they are not ready to come up. Lord, let, let, let me keep going. Here it is. Here it is. The Bible says that Jesus invites them up while they are up. Jesus unveils himself. He opens layers of himself that they have never seen before because here it is, Bishop. Jesus had the amazing ability to not really reveal the divine side of him uh, as in a superhero or a superman. We see him work miracles. We see him uh, cast the devil out. But it is Jesus uh, that has now the opportunity to expose himself uh, on another level. Not just to Peter, James, and John. But to three individuals who would be the front runners for the, for the power of Pentecost. That would fall on the day of Pentecost. You do recall it is Peter that preaches the first sermon. And says these are not drunk as you suppose but this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel it is Peter that at the end of Acts chapter 2 the Bible said that 3,000 have been added in one day it is Peter and John in chapter number 3 that calls to the temple to pray and the Bible says they see a man asking of alms they say silver and gold have I none but such as I have give I unto to you Jesus took them up so that they could be founded in their faith Bible says they took up and they were in the mountain they he exposed himself to them and the Bible says that Peter Bishop this blessed me because Peter makes a mistake that many of us make that when we come up we become complacent when we come up, we become slowful. When we come up, we become complacent. Can I tell you, New Zion Temple Indy, that elevation is not for ovation, but elevation is for revelation. 
Y'all ain't gonna help me have no church. See, 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 see what happens is when God takes us up, a lot of folk get tired. And we become complacent. And this is what Peter does. Because when they are taken up. Peter sees Moses and Elijah. Moses representing the Old Testament. uh, The the law. And Elijah representing the prophets. Who were both looking to the coming of the Messiah. But Peter says while we're here. Let's just make three tabernacles. Let's make three tabernacles. One for Moses. One for Elijah. One for Jesus. And God has to stop Peter in his tracks and say, no, this is my beloved son. Hear him. He got caught up in history. Y'all ain't going to help me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He got, Peter got caught up in history that he negated who brought him up. Y'all ain't going to help me have church here. Uh, Peter got caught up in fandom that he forgot who gave him access. So the Bible says that they are up, but after they have been exposed to another level, the reality is they have to now come back down and do some work. And this is where we find our text. The Bible says that when they come back down, there are people that are running to Jesus. They're running after Jesus. And Jesus is glad to receive them. But the text teaches us, number one, that when he comes down, he runs into her people he runs into hurting people the text teaches us that there is a father whose son uh, gets thrown in the fire he seizes uh, he's thrown in the fire he's thrown to the ground the bible says he says if you can do anything for me do something the text teaches us that he comes back down and finds hurting people I want to share with you that the elevation part is very necessary because the only way you can uh, understand elevation you got to take your elevation and go back down and serve those who are hurting you can't, you can't, you can't take your Jesus and your Hukamashah and stay in the mountains but you've got to come down out of the mountain and go minister to somebody else Uh, He got to serve. You got to serve. The Bible says that they meet a hurting father. And when they meet the hurting father, uh, the Bible says, uh, he then says, I brought them to your disciples. I brought them. I brought them to your persons. I I brought them to the deacons. I I brought them to the officials. I brought them to the elders and the prophets. I brought them because I knew they were connected to you. I brought them and they could not cast them out. This blesses me, Pastor J.R., because after Jesus comes down to encounter hurting people, he faces the reality of a helpless church. I feel like having church here tonight. This morning, rather, uh, he, he, he faces a helpless church. He says, I brought them to the persons who should be able to, and they weren't able I brought them to the people that were uh, calling you and, and, and raving about you. And when it came time to put the pedal to the metal, they were not able 
to help me. Can I tell somebody one of the reasons why we are failing in many instances in these churches today is because we have people that like to be attached but nobody is really taking nothing in. And here it is, here they are, and here they are, these same disciples that were dancing around Jesus, these same disciples that were with Jesus everywhere he went, these same disciples uh, that were around him, with him, eating with him, seeing what he did, they still took in nothing and they were empty. What a terrible place to be in. Uh, I'm in the kingdom series. Y'all ain't going to help me here. Uh, 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 What a terrible place to be in. It's dangerous to be around God but never get God. It's dangerous to be near the pastor but never get his mantle. It's dangerous to be connected to a church but never learn how to serve. And we have a generation of individuals who are so excited and so full of fandom that they have lost the very essence of work. Oh, y'all ain't going to help me here. The Bible says, the the Bible says, uh, Jesus has a harsh reality that his church that's been with him, that's been watching him, that's been looking at him, they are not able to help somebody in need. So here it is, the text says, Ah, God, the Bible says uh, uh, that he comes down and encounters hurting people. But then he is faced with the reality, Bishop, that he has a helpless church. He has a church that cannot help. What good is a church if you cannot help? What good is a title if your mission isn't to help? What good is it for you showing up and being on time if you ain't going to help? Oh my God. I'm going to point to somebody. Point to somebody and say, neighbor, God wants to move you from failure to another place of faith. Bible says, Bible says, I I ain't got much, but I'm going to give you what I got. I'm going to give you what what God has given me. The Bible says he has a helpless church. He has a helpless church. And when they see him, when when they see him, look at verse uh, 19. When he gets with his disciples, when he gets with his church, he says, oh, faithless generation. Do I have to be with you all the time? How long do I have to stay with you before you get it? How long do I have to be with you before you get the understanding? Before you take it all in? Before you really get a revelation of what it is I am and who it is I am and what it is that I'm doing? How long I got to hold your hand? Y'all ain't going to help me have church. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How long I got to take you? How long you going to keep riding the bike with the training wheels? How long do I have to deal with this? He says, oh, faithless generation. I've been with you too long for you not to have this right. Lord have mercy. I've been with you too long for you not to know my ins and my outs. 
Oh, can I talk to somebody and tell you that the mission and the ministry of the church and everybody in the church is not for us to sit up in our glad rags and shout and run, even though that is a part of it. But the mission of the church is to make sure that we are assigned to help somebody. Bible says, thank you, Lord. The Bible says, Jesus runs into the harsh reality of his helpless church. His church is powerless. These are the same disciples. Where they were excited coming back. Saying, Lord, we were able to cast the devils out. And they did flee. Jesus tells them, don't get excited about that. But be excited that your name is in the Lamb's book of life. I want to tell somebody, maybe one of the reasons why we've been failing is because our focus has been on the wrong thing. Maybe one of the reasons why we're not making it through is because our focus has been on whose mic is the loudest. Our focus has been on who can dance the best. Our focus has been on who sounds the best. Our focus has been on whose band is the best. And y'all smoking. Uh, uh, y'all, y'all, y'all. Our focus has been on who has the most likes, who has the most personality. But when your focus shifts from being God-centered to being man-pleased, you have a problem. Bible says, ah, God, Bible says he looks at his church. He says, you are awful. How long do I got to tarry with you? How long I got to be here with you? And then once he does that, he consults that the father himself. He runs into the father, asks him, how long has he been with you? How long has, it, has, has he been this way? How long has he been this way? The Bible says that he says to him, Lord, if you could have compassion on us, you could have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said unto him, he says, if thou can't believe all things are possible to him that believe. And so in essence, Jesus says, he says, I've only got one mission for you. And that is, if you can believe it, it can happen. Oh yeah, he says, if you can believe it, it can come to pass. He says, Lord, my God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, Lord, I believe you. But help my unbelief. He says, yes, I have some unbelief oh God he, he says yes I have some faith but Pastor JR he says I have an honest faith he says yes I have faith in you but I must be honest I was a little messed up when I brought them to your men and they could do nothing I must be honest and tell you that my feelings were a little hurt when I brought him to the place where he was supposed to get healing and he didn't get healed. So he says, excuse me, Lord, I do believe, but there's a part of me that's struggling. 
I wish I could get some honest folk here. Do I have anybody here to this morning that can testify and say, Lord, I love you. But every now and again, I don't know what's going on in my life. Lord, I believe you, but I don't know what this mess is that didn't got in my life. Lord, I believe, but help what I'm struggling with. Help, help me with my belief. Help me with that part I'm trying to get right. See, because it is not about living a perfect life, but we got to live an honest life. And please hear me and hear me good. I am not condoning and I'm not saying that if you do what you do and it's wrong, you ought to do it. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, as we strive for perfection, there should be an honesty within you and be honest to God and say, God, I love you but my faith is wearing thin he says he says Lord I believe but help my unbelief Bible says he begins to move he begins to move and he begins to see this dumb and deaf spirit with this helpless church, this harsh reality, these hurting people, oh God, here it is, it is Jesus that helps him, heals him, and takes him back, take his disciples back home, and when they got back home, they asked him a question, they said, Master, why couldn't we do what you did? They said, why couldn't we do what you did? Jesus says to them, he says, this kind only comes but by prayer and fasting. But if you would notice, prayer and fasting increases the faith of the saints. And so Jesus after coming out of the mountain, he is faced with the reality of hurting people. He is faced with the reality of a helpless church. He is faced with the harsh reality of a hurting father. But lastly, he shares with his disciples that if you want to do what I did, you've got to be heavily connected. Look at what he says. He says, he says, this kind only comes out, but by prayer and fasting. Bible lets us know that Jesus is saying the only way to take this kind of power is that you've got to get in a place with me where that power can be produced. He says you can't just get this on a whim. You can't just get this on one church attendance. But Jesus says the only way this power can be produced, you've got to be connected to me. He says you've got to be heavily connected. And, and I'm mighty afraid, Bishop, that we got a generation of people that are going to church that desire to get close but don't want to get connected. They, 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 they want to get close enough to say that you know them. They want to get close enough to say that's my friend. They want to get close enough to say yeah I know him 
and he knows me she knows me but they don't want to get connected because with connection comes sacrifice with connection comes responsibility with connection comes a flow y'all ain't gonna help me here uh, with connection comes a, a poor because you cannot be connected if you're not willing to receive the poor oh god and so and so jesus makes it plain pj he says yeah i took these guys on the mountain but the reality is is that they were failing where they were and now i've got to push something into them i've got to breathe something into them i've got to put something on the inside of them that will cause them to be ready when the time comes bible says jesus tells them that this kind this kind only comes out but by prayer and fasting nzt i want to share with you that this church is not in existence just to be another church but there's an assignment on the life of this ministry there's an assignment on the man of god and in essence cheese to the church he's saying i'm trying to move you from a place of failure into a place of faith here it is bishop pastor jr the disciples had failed the first time but jesus begins to produce and begins to encourage them he had to correct them but still the answer is the same he says unless you are connected to me he said that's the only way you will receive this kind of power would you encourage somebody today and, and tell them son neighbor god is moving you from failure to faith in essence they were struggling in their walk with god they could not do miracles and signs because they didn't have the right faith they did not have the right connection they were close but still not connected but when they got the revelation jesus began to move them on and i want to tell somebody tell you this morning that you may have been in a place of destruction you may have been in a place where you were frustrated didn't know which way to turn but i got good news that god is taking you from failure into faith he's moving you out of place of being discouraged and moving you into a place of overflow and favor would you encourage somebody and say neighbor the lord is moving you from failure to faith the only way you can survive you've got to have faith in god the writer says my faith looks up to thee lamb of god at calvary savior divine now hear me while i pray take all my sins away oh let me from this 
keep rising up. They tried to devalue me, but my faith keeps rising up. I tried to throw in the towel, but my faith kept rising up. I tried to put in my resignation, but my faith kept rising up. And because my faith kept rising, the Lord kept strengthening. The Lord kept healing. The Lord kept ministering. The Lord kept turning. The Lord kept shifting. Tell somebody, my faith is rising to another dimension. Rising to another level. Zion is calling me higher to another dimension of faith. I don't need another dimension of a dance. I don't need another dimension of a chord. But what I need is locked up in my faith. I heard the Bible say, Jesus said, Lord, I give unto you power to travel upon something, power to step on scorpions, and if you drink any deadly thing, it will not harm you. Faith to believe, faith to overcome, faith to shift it, faith to turn it, faith to pull it, faith to increase. I have the faith that sees the invisible. Lord have mercy. Faith encourage somebody and say, neighbor, all you need is faith in God. You might have failed on one side. You may have failed two times. You may have failed three times. But I heard the Lord say, get up and try again. Your faith is rising. Your faith is lifting you another level of faith. I prophesy and tell you that God is increasing. Your faith, God is increasing. Your belief, Lord, I believe. But if you help me, I'll grow. Lord, I believe. But if you help me, I'll overcome. Lord, I believe. But if you lift me, I'll tell a dying world that my faith faith tell somebody my faith is rising to another level yeah tell somebody say neighbor you thought it was hope but my faith said no you thought it was done but my faith kept on percolating my faith kept on moving like a locomotive moving into realms moving into territory faith 
pushing away drought. Your faith is pushing out sickness. I'm through preaching, somebody praising. I need somebody to shout for faith. Come on, I need somebody to shout for faith. I need somebody to dance for faith. Come on, I need somebody to dance, somebody to run for faith. Faith in my belly, faith in my spirit.
I want to make sure y'all caught it. Hallelujah. Because I believe that the word is so prophetic. That you don't be around it and don't catch it. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, don't be close and don't catch the glory and the mantle that God's trying to release. Look at them and say, we're going to another level. Oh, come on. Come on, come on. Point your finger at it. Tell them, we're going to another level. But tell them, the only ones who are going up are the ones that got the weight of the mantle. Tell them you got to be able to function in the next level of glory that's in this house. Tell them don't be in the house and not have it on you. Come on, tell them don't be in the house and not have it on you. But if you know that God's getting ready to do it in you, I tell you take 30 seconds and go to praising him. Like you know the release. who are watching I want you to put on this live we're going to another level and we thank God for what God's getting ready to release I just believe that God's getting ready to do something I just feel God getting ready to do something I can see it my faith says it's already done look at somebody and say neighbor I prophesy it's already done Tell them we own our, we're gonna walk right into it. That's what I hear God saying. We're gonna, sister Summer, we're gonna walk right. We're gonna walk. You're looking for it, but God said just keep walking. Look at somebody say, God said just keep walking. We're gonna walk right into it, Sharetta. We're looking for it, but God said we're gonna walk right into it. Keep walking. For we walk. Keep walking. Keep walking.
you some way. Your bash, you do it. You heal. I am the Lord that healing thee. Healing is the children's bread. I prophesy now. Receive it now. Walk in it now. to me a two and an eight I have not even stretched us to sow a seed but I, I hear a seed in my in my spirit God says make a covenant with your new beginning the number eight is the new beginning the number two is the is the number of covenant I want everybody in this room and everybody on this line beyond your tithes above your tithes and offering I want you to sow a $28 seed I'm sowing it because I'm making a covenant with my new. I'm getting ready to walk into it. I'm getting ready to walk into it. I want you to sow it right now. Give your time. Give your kingdom 10. But above your kingdom 10. I want you I want you to sow a $28 seed. I want you to sow it right now. The Lord is in here. The Lord is in here. 
you to keep on doing that but the power's in your mouth somebody throw your head back and shout right here oh come on church open your mouth <laughs> there it is I told you the power's in your mouth Yes. Oh, yes, Lord. My God, my God, my God. My God, my God, my God, my God, my God. How? My God, my God, my God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. PJ, bring me that young man. Give me that oil quick. Come on. 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 Yes, Lord. Hey, hey, hey. 
deliverance. <laughs> your walk gonna be different. Your ba ba ba. That's what we do. Huh? Oh, God. Jesus. And we bless him. And we bless him. on today uh we definitely once again want to thank you guys for tuning in and listening um to the podcast each and every week that we put it out um the numbers still look good we still have many listeners um there are some folks who have uh favorited and subscribed to the podcast um some of them i have absolutely no idea who they are i just can see um on my um, administrators side that we have some people who have subscribed and who have favorited who have liked and um, basically they get notifications without me having to send it to them so if I send it to you and you're one of those people I'm sorry I can't see who it is that's subscribed so um, I don't know who it is that's getting notifications that the podcast has posted but nevertheless we thank you for uh, being a uh, a subscriber and a listener to the podcast. Um, to be honest, I'm not even sure how you subscribe to it, but we thank you. Uh, nevertheless, um, we love you all. We appreciate you all. Uh, and we thank you as always, uh, for all of your encouraging words for keeping this podcast hot and for letting me know, uh, even on the Sundays where I'm unable to get one posted, uh, for whatever the reason might be, uh, I get the messages where the people are asking, where's the podcast, bro? What's going on? Why haven't you posted today? Uh, am I, am I going to get a podcast this week or not? So it just kind of lets me know that the people really are looking forward to getting these, uh, notifications and, uh, finding out that a podcast has been posted and we appreciate you guys, uh, for all the love and the support. Um, as I said on last week, the pod has the podcast, uh, it has been going for a full year and I didn't realize it until, uh, anchor had sent me a notification, letting me know of the one year anniversary of the podcast and that it had been going on for a year. So for the full year that the podcast has been posting, we appreciate you guys for tuning in and listening and, uh, for being supportive to, um, this platform that the Lord has allowed me to, uh, um, get a hold of and to uh, be able to utilize uh, with all the gifts that he has given. Um, uh, We thank you. We love you. We appreciate you. We're praying for you. Continue to pray for us. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing your face in the place on next Sunday. Remember 10 a.m. 3039 Daryl Fair Road, Goldsboro, North Carolina, 27534. We'll be there and we hope to see you there. But until then, we pray that you all have a blessed week, that God continues to keep and cover you as he always does, Uh, that his grace and mercy continue uh, to go forth before all of us throughout this week. We don't know what we're going to face, 
And so we definitely need for God's mercy, his grace and his blood covering to continue to uh, cover and protect us as only he can. Uh, So until we see your face on next Sunday, God bless you. We love you and we will see you on the other side.
time by way of announcements I want you to join us I want you to join us in the next few moments I want you to join us in the front of your house I'm about to create a praise right there in front of your house you better pull the car over don't make, it, make sure you ain't on the highway if you at your job go somewhere you might have to go in the bathroom and praise them but for the next 45 seconds, you watching this now, for those of you in this room, I need you to praise God, but hear me. I need you to call out your last name and then start dancing. I need you to call out your last name and start praising out. This one is for my family. This one.
Saturday night, the closeout of Holy Convocation 2020, Fire and Glory. Listen, I love you people of God. Father, I thank you for every person watching now. I decree over their life now a blessing. I thank you 
that this will be a week of good news. Woo! I am decree over every person in this room, this will be a week of good news. I thank you, Father, in the middle of the week. You're getting ready to turn the rest of our week completely around. We give your name glory. We give your name honor. Father, we praise your name now. And we thank you because you're doing this one in our name. The Lord bless you tonight, people of God. Join us tomorrow night. We'll be right here. The Lord keep you.